Welcome to Bite Sized Benefits. We're here to conquer benefits confusion for the everyday employee who is sick of insurance jargon and complicated concepts and fed up with feeling taken advantage of by the insurance industry. Let's tackle some typically confusing benefits topics and turn them into digestible bite-sized nuggets, empowering you to make the most of your healthcare. Welcome back to another episode of Bite Size Benefits. And you're just in time because today's session is taking it back to the basics. As we approach what is likely open enrollment season for many of you, I thought it might be helpful to tackle some of the key terms of your medical coverage. Because let's be real here, nine out of 10 of you don't fully understand how your medical plan works. So today, we will talk human instead of talking insurance jargon. First things first, typically the very top line item when comparing medical plans is going to be the plan deductible. The reason being, your deductible amount will dictate your out-of-pocket cost should you need to use your insurance on a larger expense. Plainly stated, a deductible is the total amount of expenses you'll have to pay out of your pocket before the insurance company starts sharing any cost with you. So let's say you are scheduled for back surgery. You'll want to be prepared to pay your full deductible towards the cost of that surgery before your insurance carrier starts to chip in. That said, the lower the deductible amount, typically the higher the cost to be enrolled in that plan. With the thought being, you are willing to pay more out of your paycheck to then pay less when you need to receive care. On the flip side, the higher the deductible, particularly in the case of HDHPs, otherwise known as high deductible health plans, the lower the cost to be enrolled in the plan. The thought with this scenario is you pay less to have the coverage and therefore will pay more if you need to receive care. In general, those of us who are expecting some significant medical care over the upcoming year or who are managing chronic conditions might want to gravitate towards medical plans with lower deductibles to lock in that richer coverage. But for those of us who are healthy and just looking for a medical plan to cover our backs in the case of unexpected medical issues, you will likely fare better selecting a plan with a higher deductible meaning lower paycheck costs to be enrolled in that plan. Once you've paid any deductible on your plan, you're in luck because it's now time for the insurance carrier to start helping with the cost. And that cost sharing is known as coinsurance. In that same back surgery example, let's say you paid $1,000 out of pocket as that was your deductible. Now you are subject to coinsurance which means you'll pay a percentage of the remaining costs. You may have a very rich plan with 0% member coinsurance, meaning you pay nothing after you've met your deductible. Or you may have a plan with a coinsurance ranging from a 10% to a 50% or even higher member percentage, meaning you'd pay that percent of the remaining expenses and the insurance company covers the rest. Now, you're probably wondering, once I pay my deductible, how long am I required to then pay my member coinsurance? That's a great question. 
because there is an end in sight. And that end all depends on what your out-of-pocket maximum is. Your out-of-pocket max refers to the total out-of-pocket expenses you might have to pay over the course of a plan year related to your health care. And it includes any deductible, any coinsurance, and also any copays, which we will discuss next. It's very important to be aware of your plan out-of-pocket maximum, as that is the worst case out-of-pocket exposure you might be subject to in a plan year. In a scenario where you have significant health needs or a major procedure, or if you're managing a chronic condition, it's likely your total expenses may reach that out-of-pocket maximum amount. So you'll want to be prepared to cover those costs. In the event you meet that out-of-pocket maximum, you're then covered 100% for the rest of the plan year. I do want to throw out one caveat here so you all don't receive any unexpected bills. If you have a medical plan that has both in-network and out-of-network coverage, you'll want to be careful to utilize in-network facilities and providers as much as possible. The reason being, you'll pay less for that care as in-network providers are contractually required to put a certain cap on what they charge their patients, but also because your in-network and your out-of-network expenses accumulate separately. And this is critical to understand because if you've met your in-network out-of-pocket maximum and then you go to an out-of-network provider to receive additional care, you will be charged until you meet that separate out-of-network, out-of-pocket maximum. So to play it as safe as possible, always select in-network providers and you won't have to worry about racking up unnecessary costs. If you're enrolled in a medical plan that is not a high-deductible health plan or HDHP, your plan will also include a feature known as the copay. Copays are usually everyone's favorite little plan feature, as it means you have much smaller costs than you would with a deductible or coinsurance, and you know exactly how much you'll be charged before your visit. A copay refers to a flat dollar amount that is preset for any primary care visit, specialist visit, urgent care visit, prescriptions, and usually emergency room visits. So let's say you're a relatively healthy individual and you're hoping you don't have any healthcare expenses that may be subject to a deductible. You may visit a primary care doctor and pick up a prescription or two throughout the year. In that case, you'll pay the flat dollar copay associated with those services. The average copay for a primary care visit ranges from $15 to $25, while prescription copays may range anywhere from $5 to $75, depending on the type of drug. But each plan is unique, so you'll want to refer to your specific plan to know your cost for sure. Your copays will not count towards meeting your deductible, but as mentioned earlier, they do count towards meeting your out of pocket maximum. And finally, when determining which plan you may enroll in at open enrollment, 
you're not only looking at the various levels of coverage that we've just discussed, but you're also going to consider how much each plan costs to be enrolled in. There are several different terms that refer to the plan cost, whether your company uses premiums, contributions, or rates, but they all indicate what comes out of your paycheck for you to be enrolled in that plan, all health costs aside. Typically, as we've discussed, you'll see higher paycheck premiums for plans with the richest coverage and the lowest paycheck premiums for those plans with the least amount of coverage. It's up to you as the consumer to determine if you'd prefer to pay more each and every paycheck to lock in stronger coverage if you need to use the plan, or if you'd rather pay the least amount possible each paycheck, knowing that if you need to receive healthcare, you'll pay more out of your pocket at that time. All in all, we get it. Benefits are confusing and complicated, and it can be very tricky to know which is the right plan for you. But hopefully, by breaking down the various components of your offerings in today's episode, you're able to get a better pulse on how to make that important decision. Happy enrolling! So there you have it, folks. We can conquer benefits confusion together, one bite-sized episode at a time. From your friends here at One Digital, be well, everyone.